are in a sermon series right now. We are just starting it called Be Real. Um, and and the, the subtitle of that would be this, Because Fake is Exhausting. Right? Because being fake is exhausting. And we all do that, right? We all find ourselves in this place where, where, where we put on this mask, where we put on this, this veil over ourselves so that people will see the me I want you to see, right? The me that I want you to see. Um, who has Instagram on their phone? Oh, come on. More of you have Instagram on your phone than raise your hands. Okay, so do you know what a filter is? You know what a filter is. Okay, so on Instagram, let me explain to you that don't know that a filter is basically this thing that you can put on an image. Uh, you can basically veil your image in some way that it's going to be different. It's going to be new. It's going to be uh, something different than you put up so that it can be more like you want it to look. So me, I like black and white. Anybody else like that? Okay. Because I look a little bit better in black and white. Okay. Everybody has their own filter that they put on themselves. But... The truth is we, we need to be more authentic. We need to be the people that we are actually called to be in Christ. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Um, what I want to do is I want to start out by reading um, a really powerful scripture from Psalm 139. And I'm going to just start out by reading the first six verses of this. Okay, so this is Psalm 139, verses 1 through 6. And it says this, Lord, you have examined me. You know me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. Even from far away, you comprehend my plans. You study my traveling and, my, and resting. You are thoroughly familiar with my ways. There isn't a word on my tongue, Lord, that you don't already know completely. You surround me, front and back. You put your hand on me. That kind of knowledge is too much for me. It's so high above me that I cannot fathom it. So this is a picture of somebody being very real with their God. Okay? Um, <clears throat> I think this is this is a good time to self-examine for a second of how real we are when we approach God, of how real we are when we come to God with our prayers. Okay, the, the Psalms are a great example of, of how I can go to God with all of, all of my feelings just out in the open, just, just all of my feelings just just giving God exactly what I feel in the moment that I feel it. How good are we at that? How good are all of us at just expressing to God what we feel when we feel it? Okay, I'm, I'm, let's put that up again. I'm going to read it again, and I want us all to just think about how, how do I feel this when, when I just approach God? How do I express myself to God. And I'm going to read this one more time. Lord, you have examined me. 
you know me, you know when I sit down and when I stand up. Even from far away, you comprehend my plans. You study my traveling and resting. You are thoroughly familiar with all my ways. There isn't a word on my tongue, Lord, that you don't already know completely. You surround me front and back. You put your hand on me. That kind of knowledge is too much for me. It's so high above me that I can't fathom it. Okay, question, theological question for you. And Sean is in seminary right now, so he's going to be the one that answers this for me. If, if God knows every word that's going to be on my tongue, why do we pray? Any good answers? You want to come up and... <laughs> okay, what? What? Okay, so a young child said, um, so that God can hear us say it. So when I was um, a young father... I'm no longer a young father. I'm an old father. Um, when I was a young father, my babies would cry, and I did not know what they needed, okay? Especially because I was a young father instead of a mother. Mothers have a little more intuition than fathers. I didn't know what they needed, but you know what I did? I ran to my children when they cried, right? And one of the things that I get out of the scripture is this idea that even when we don't, when, when we pray, okay, we pray and, and we want God to do what we want, right? We always want God to answer our prayers in the way that we want our prayers answered, but that's not always how it happens, right? But what always happens, I, I think it's the same way that when I had little children that I would run to them no matter what they wanted. Now, now that I can hear my children, my, my kids now are a little older. They're, uh, we've got ages 5 through 11. Sometimes my kids cry, and they say they want 10 pounds of chocolate. Do you think that I give them 10 pounds of chocolate? Yes, I do. No. <laughs> that, that would not be a good father, right? But when my kids cry, I go to them, right? And it's the same way with God. So we cry out. And so when we hear that, that God knows everything you're going to say before you say it, does that mean you shouldn't say it anyway? No. God hears our prayers no matter what. And every time we cry out, it's like a child crying out. And every time God hears our prayers, it's like he hears this child crying out. And no matter what we say, no matter what we're asking for, God's not going to leave us on the ground crying, right? God's not going to leave us on the ground crying. And so every time we pray, every time we cry out, God is coming to us. God is going to reach out to us and pick us up because we always have access to that Father God who is crying out, who, who, who hears our prayers, right? So... um. This, this, this scripture is such a powerful example of somebody being real with God. Um, it, it's, a, it's, it's tough sometimes to be real, right? 
it's tough because we live in a, I'm going to say this, a selfie-centered culture, right? Um, who, had, who has done a selfie this morning? Oh, come on. Somebody's done a selfie. Somebody's like, hashtag get ready for church, right? <laughs> so we live in a culture that is really, really focused on being pre-ready for posting, right? Being ready to be posted, being ready to be received by the world. We, we have a generation of people who are ready to be posted, right? In fact, we have a generation of people. Um, I, w- I was talking to a young person this week who, who told me this. They said that they avoid communication that they can't control. Isn't that crazy? They avoid communication they can't control because they've grown up in a world where you can put a filter on everything, right? You can put a filter on this to make it look like this. You can put a filter on everything so that you can control the world that you exist in, right? That is the world that our young people are growing up in. And some of us, that's the world we exist in right now, is that we exist in a world where we can control all of our communication so that I can be the me that I want you to see, right? I can be the me that I want you to see. But that is not the world that God created us to live in. Because God wants us to be real. Because God wants us to be the people that he created us to be. And that means being open, being honest, being who God really called us to be. Now, I I read an interesting article by a, a, a doctor named Stephen Joseph. And he talked about um, being your authentic self. And he gave actually seven... seven um, uh, uh, ways that you can actually be your authentic self, and then he gave eight ways that you can be your inauthentic self. And I'm going to share these with you because I think they're really interesting. Um, so here's the seven ways uh, that an authentic person presents themselves. Okay, number one, they have a realistic perception of reality. A realistic perception of reality. Two is they are accepting of themselves and other people accepting of themselves and other people. Three, they are thoughtful. Four, um, they don't have a hostile sense of humor. Who has a hostile sense of humor? Okay, five, they are able to express their emotions. So they're able to actually get their emotions out and express them. Six, they are able to learn from their mistakes. And seven, this is a tough one, they understand their motivations. So people who are authentic understand their motivations, why they do the things they do. Okay, here, is, here are eight ways that people who are inauthentic express themselves. One is self-deception. Two is they look to others for approval. And they feel, uh, to, for, they look to others for approval and to feel valued. Three, they are judgmental of others. Four, they don't think through things clearly. Five, they have a hostile sense of humor. 
Six, they are unable to express their emotions clearly. Seven, they are not open to learning from their past mistakes. And eight, this is a mirror of the other we learned, was that they don't understand their motivations. They don't understand their motivations. So we don't want to be those people, right? We want to be people who can be clearly understood. We want to be people who are, um, are open with who we really are in Christ, right? Right? I'm going to share this. Um, so so we, we base the study we have on a book, um, and the book is called Be Real Because Fake is Exhausting, right? Fake is exhausting. Um, and uh, the, the author of that book had this great quote. Rick Bazet is the name of the author. Um, and he said this, God would prefer that we be messed up people with tender hearts rather than perfect people that don't think they need him. I'm going to say that because somebody here needs to hear that again. God would prefer that we be messed up people with tender hearts rather than perfect people that don't think they need God. Does anybody feel that way today? That they need that? That they need to be messed up people with tender hearts rather than perfect people that don't need God? Um, there's this thing about uh, this social media uh, culture that we live in, right? Um, again, how many people have Instagram? More people now. That's really surprising. Um, where we have this culture, um, how many people see all these people on social media that are killing it and you just feel like how do they do it how do they do it how are they getting it so right when you're getting it so wrong well the truth of the matter is that none of us are really getting it right the truth of the matter is that most of us just post when everything's going right. Is that true about anybody else here? When everything else is, is, is going right, that's when I'm going to post a picture of my kid, when he's finally getting it right. Um, what we want to talk about in the next couple weeks and what, what I hope we can examine in ourselves is this idea that, that, that we need to remove the veil from ourselves. That we need to be real with who we are before God and before the people around us. And be really, truly honest with who we are with the people in our lives so that we can be truly free. So that we can actually be truly free in our lives. Now, we are starting in this week um, some... some uh, groups that are going to meet. So we're calling these connect groups. And this is an opportunity for us to get together with other people and actually be open and honest with who we are and, and just get together with other people and share our lives. 
Um, this is revolutionary in our world <laughs> because we live in a world where we need to be veiled. We need to actually cover up and not be real with people. Instead, we, we, we try to kind of be standoffish. We try to kind of cover who we are so that we can just be presentable, right? We just want to be presentable to other people so that we can, we, we can just exist in this world. But what we want to do is we want to actually present ourselves as we are to the people around us. So one of the things we're trying to do as, as a community in Salem is we want to have groups that we get together with just on a weekly basis and just, just get together and just say, here's what's going on in my life. Here's, what, here's who I am. Here's what I am dealing with. And just be able to let some of that out. Just be able to be who we really are with the people around us. And that's one thing we're starting this week. And I would just encourage you, if, if you've never had that as an opportunity in your own life, to just be who you are with the people around you, join one of these groups. Join one of these groups as an opportunity to be who you really are with the people around you, to let yourself just be real with the people that you know. So we've got groups that are going to meet almost every night of the week. Uh, Sean, when's your group meeting? He's going to meet on Wednesdays. I'm meeting Wednesdays. We've got a lot of, yeah, yeah. So if you like Sean better, meet with Sean's group. If you like me better, meet with my group. But we're, we're doing this for a purpose, which is to be accountable to each other because we want to be real. We want to be people who are authentic with each other. Um, so that is one opportunity that you have where you can actually share your life with somebody else. You can actually share who you are and be authentic. Um, I'm going to invite our, our band up to the stage for a second. Um, so part of being real with God, part of being who we are is sharing our, our authentic needs with God. Okay? So... I want all of us to, to take a minute. Can you close your eyes for a second? I think all of us have this, this issue in our lives where we want to share our perfect vision of ourselves with the world. And I think that God can free us from that. And, and over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be praying for that. We're going to be seeking for God to, to, to change us into not the people that we want to be or that we want people to see us as, but instead to be the people that God has called us to be. So I want to pray into that right now. And I want all of us to be asking God, Lord, who would you have me to be for the world that, that surrounds me? And all of us um, 
we encounter God and we, we come to God knowing that we are sinners, but that God can set us free. And that we can only be free because of what he's done for us. And so, Lord God, I pray right now that you would help all of us to discover who you want us to be, that you would help us to be the people that you've called us to be. Lord, I pray that we could be real in the same way that the psalmist was real, that he could express his emotions. I pray that we could express ourselves to you, God, that we could be the people that you've called us to be. I pray, God, that we could see that you are the only thing that can satisfy us. I pray even now, God, that you would bring us into your presence, that you would set us free to be authentic, God, that you would set us free to be the people that you've called us to be. Make us hungry right now, God, for who you are. Bring us into your presence, God. We pray this in your holy name. Amen.